Welcome to the Man Catholic Podcast. I'm Steve Priest. I'm Thomas Wirtz. And I'm Brock Martin. Today we're asking the question, when should I ask her out? This time. All right, this is a fun question, guys. This is a question that guys will ask their buddies, their dads, or maybe themselves and never actually verbalize it to anyone else about when is the right time to ask a girl out. What do you guys think? Yes. Yes, yes now. Yes. <laughs> All right, that that's it for the, the man. <laughs> <laughs> but we say yes because put your neck out, make the risk. Uh, let's, but let's backtrack. Let's get some serious stuff. There, there's some things we can't presume in this podcast because we don't know who you are. We don't know what you're thinking. We don't know who the girl is. So when you're asking the question, do I ask her out? I'll throw out a couple of things. Do you know her creed? Do you know what she believes? Is she a woman of faith? Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to talk about, is she the woman of the same faith? You know, because as much as our Protestant brothers and sisters are in some ways beautiful and their witness of faithfulness to Christ is beautiful, they believe something different. And whereas the church allows it, it's still not the ideal yep. to marry someone to pursue someone that's not of the same faith. Doesn't mean they can't convert all that stuff. I I get it. But you do want to really discern and wrestle with that because if you do end up being with that person, you have children, Lord willing, and now you're raising children that are looking at two competing Mm -hmm. creeds. Yep. So that's one thing is, is do you share the same faith? Yeah, I want to jump in real quick there because you said if you do end up being with her and I think, well, why would you want to go on a date with someone that you don't want to end up being with? Yeah, no, I guess I was trying to be nice and merciful. which (laughs) Which is... I think you bring up a great point, but I think there's a question before that, that this is the struggle when like middle schoolers and, you know, young high schoolers start like pairing up and and dating each other because it's like... That's now, great... now, what's the point of this? Like, where yeah. are you trying to take this? You know, is it just like a do? You, do you enjoy their time, and, and maybe it's just a friend? Like, yeah. certainly, sexual intimacy is out of the question, right? Yeah. So, like, what is the point? What's the intent behind this? Great question. And so, I think when we're to the age where it's actually appropriate to consider marriage, I mean, that's really what dating is all about: right. is preparation, discernment for marriage. And so if you're at a point where you're not ready to even consider marriage, I would say you're not ready to date. I was going to jump in there too, Steve, because I I do think, you know, we kind of flippantly all said, yes, the time is now, but there are some very good reasons why you shouldn't ask, you know, if you are married and we're talking about a different woman, if if you are looking at pornography and masturbating every day, you should probably work on that before you ask the girl out. I think under, you know, most normal circumstances, this, this episode is targeted to the guys who are in a position to date and there's a great woman and they're kind of just sitting there in limbo. That's yeah. that's the yes, that's the, the time is now. Yeah. I, I love that you brought, I didn't even think to go to that, but wh- why are you dating in high school? Why are you dating in college unless you're ready yeah. to go that direction? Which to Brock's point, there's a level of spiritual, emotional maturity. Mm-hmm. The addiction to porn, gosh, that's going to be really tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go after the healing first. We th- we've talked about that even in um, some of our other episodes that, that need to be to seek some healing. Mm-hmm before you enter into marriage. Yeah. So I think if you're going to step into dating, start that process yeah. absolutely as soon as you can. So, And, and yeah. the flip side is also true. Like 
it's very possible to think, oh man, I need to be perfect before I can ask her out. That's yeah. also not true. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah, so I, I think what we, who we're talking to right now is you're the guy who has figured some things out. You've figured out your addictions, pornography, masturbation. You um, want to enter into a pure relationship. You have found a woman who has the same or similar worldview and, and faith as you. And now you're saying, okay, now what do I do? I'm I'm at the starting line. Now what does it look like? Hold on. You just said something that I think is super important and I want to I want to make sure the worldview, right? Cuz you can yeah. have someone that is a Catholic, yeah. same creed, which was the point I was trying to get to. Yep. Yeah. But that doesn't mean they actually are living a Catholic Christian worldview, yeah. right? Yeah. Just cuz they're proclaiming is faith actually alive in them? Yep. Mm-hmm. Right? Are they saying are they uh, are completely faithful to the church? Do they have that full worldview? And I I love so we all work for Focus. I think you probably all know that. And a first year on staff as a missionary, you have a dating fast mm-hmm. to allow healing, but to enter freely into mission, mm-hmm. lots of reasons for it. And the second year though, it's fun to, to, at our training where we bring people together for three to four weeks, where it's just a spectacular gathering of young missionaries. That second year, I, this summer I was at training. I'm like, yeah. hey guys, did you ask any girls out? Every single guy I asked, hey, did you ask a girl out yet? Had. And I love it because you're stepping into a place where everyone has pretty much the same worldview, mm-hmm. obviously the same faith. Yep. And you're at a spiritual maturity because you've been serving in mission for a while. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you've been healed from any issues you came in with. Let's go right yeah, to your point. Time, yeah. Right? And I, I think that's what we're talking about is, so the culture today is relying on social media or text for communication. You know, that that's the primary mode of communication amongst young people right now. Yes. And the number one rule, I would say, if you're on that starting line, you're ready to ask that girl out. You will not do it via text don't, or social yeah, media. Don't, yeah, <laughs> don't. Like, even getting her number. Like sometimes it, we've got stories of friends who, like, yeah. the way they get their number is they're texting their friends and asking for the number. And it's like, yeah. no, just go ask her for her phone number. Yeah. We, I, we, we've mentioned this a couple times in earlier episodes. The, the fact that every, every boy, every man is asking ourselves the question, "Do I have what it takes?" Like psychologically, this enough? is true. Mm-hmm. We desire to be a hero. And this is such a cathartic and healing thing for men to do, to stick your neck out. And even if the answer is no, you realize you're not dead. Like this didn't kill you. It wasn't the end of the world. And there's something really healthy for men to realize like, oh man, I can, I can actually do that. I can take a risk. I can fight for something. Even if it doesn't go my way, you start to, you start to realize I do have what it takes. And all of a sudden that sort of tenacity, that, that boldness to step out, that muscle translates to a lot of different aspects of our life in our faith, in our Mm. finances. Mm-hmm. In, in the way that we handle many of our relationships. So yep. I, I really love the direction we're going with this because I think that that we need to be more bold. Can yep. you flesh out the point of don't do it via text, don't via, do it in person? Yeah, do yeah like, you got to ask the girl out in person. And I think you also need to be clear with your intention, right? So I remember in high school or whatever, when I was inappropriately asking girls to date, I would ask them to like hang out, like, hey, you want to hang out? And they're like, yeah, sure, let's hang out. And it's like, yes, the girl of my dreams just said yes to a date. Where in her mind, she's thinking, Steve's okay, I guess I'll go hang out, you know, and totally different intentions. And so we need to be clear as men. And and again, this is sticking our neck out because it's riskier to say the words, will you go on a date with me? That is way more risk than, hey, you want to hang out later if you're free. Okay, because the clarity of that. Crystal clear with your intentions. So you're doing it in person, you're looking her eye to eye, and you're saying those words, hey, will you go on a date with me? I'd like to get to know you better. Now, we talked about this just briefly just because you ask a girl out on a date and it is formal you're not proposing to her in that moment right right? like you are stating your intention
intentions. I want to get to know you. And I want to do that in a way that is a, I'm, I'm air quoting here, romantic setting because of your intentions. So what does that look like? Or you're not going to go to a movie. I don't know where that got popular yeah. of let's go to a movie for our first you can, date. You can make out in the dim lights. Well, and you don't get to know just, each yeah, other, Thomas, talk. is what I was going to say. You sit in silence for... <laughs> yeah, you just sit and look at a screen for uh, two hours and then you take But it's probably because you can make out with her and that's okay, what people but, do. Sure. So you should. But what I'm saying is the whole idea of that first date is to get to know each other th- looking through a lens of a potential romantic relationship. So it's dinner, it's coffee, it's a cocktail. It is time where you can sit eye to eye and get to know each other. And Brock, you made a good point earlier that you're not doing it in a place with distractions. So you're not doing it. Yeah, don't take her to B-dubs. <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings <laughs> with a million TVs. I mean, get it to go if you need to. Or loud music. <laughs> like you want to create a setting where you can actually get to know each other. And it it doesn't, yeah, this is, I I don't know that we're going to go this way, but it doesn't have to be, if guys here take her out to dinner, that doesn't necessarily mean the $100 a plate correct place right like it totally. doesn't have to be over the top and there's some there's some very unique free things to do i have i have a buddy who his go-to first date is go to a library and it's literally you you each go find a book that has something meaningful about your childhood and you come back and you talk about it it's a great first date doesn't cost a penny yeah. um but I, I love the idea of going to a restaurant too something with intentionality hikes you yeah. know like um yeah just something where you're able to talk because that is the whole purpose of that first date is to begin to get to know each other to see if sparks fly to see if there's a connection to see if a second date is appropriate. So she's got the same faith. She's got the worldview. If you're not sure if you if she's got the personality because you haven't talked to her very long, that's perfect. Still ask her out, mm-hmm. right? If you've been around her and you've got interactions, maybe you, you work together on a project or there's something where you had a lot of time to be around, yeah, ask her out. In that moment, especially, you need to be clear with your intentions, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Because you've, you've hung yeah, out with her. a previous friendship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, there's, um, what do you think about this? So Father Mike Schmitz, was on and he talked about, we were talking about men's Pro- tendency to be passive, passive sorry, the passivity. Yeah. And there's, there's an example from this summer. I was talking to a young lady, a missionary, and she was dating another guy. And she said, it's been really amazing because a lot of times when guys take me out, I feel like they don't take any ownership of the dates. Hmm. So it's, and maybe they're trying to be deferent. She's like, what do you want to do? But she has to make every decision. She was like, this guy, he's like, this is what we're going to do. Let's go do it. And she just felt really honored by that. Mm-hmm. And I think like kind of what you, you, we had talked about in a lot of different podcasts, but the guy, we're supposed to be the generative ones, right? We're the initiators. Mm-hmm. That's part of how our bodies are physically made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We initiate, the woman receives. There's a reality to that. that it's yep. not a black and white thing, but for us to kind of lead in that too, I think yep. it's important. I don't know what you guys think about that. No, I, I couldn't it. agree more, especially for the first date, right? And then on that first date, you're going to discover what she is interested in, what she likes to do. And then you mm-hmm. can then craft other dates on that without saying, hey, so what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? I, let's go get dinner. What do you want to eat? I don't care. What do you want to eat? Right? Yeah. Like we can actually get creative, take some leadership and plan with a lot of intentionality. It's like the vultures in Jungle Book. If you guys remember the Disney Jungle Book, the Vaguely. vultures, they like the Beatles. Like, what should we do? I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't know. What should we do? I don't know. What do you want to do? And it goes back and forth. It's like one of the things that that my the kids thing, think yeah. it's I mean, hilarious. I do that now married with my wife. You know, when you finally get like a Friday night, it's like, what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you know? Probably because you want to, you honestly want to do what I she do wants. I do want to do what she wants right. to do, but, but, but we're point. so busy and tired in life sometimes, you know, that we're just like, literally, I don't know. Um, but so we still have moments to step up and take that we leadership. Do. We do. I think at the, at the very beginning of a relationship too, it is really important. 
I think it's more important for the guy to really be physically attracted to the gal. Mm. I think it's less important for the gal to have that immediate physical attraction. So there's um, hope. Yeah, I could. For us men. Exactly. Um, and I could be out. I could be off here. But my sense with the guys that I know that it's just really important that that, that man have that attraction from the get-go. Uh, this is like John Paul II's Love and Responsibility. Dr. Shree's got a great book that kind of synthesizes mm-hmm. that called Man, Woman, and the Mystery of Love. But there's actually a natural progression that we should be sexually attracted to the woman. Mm. And that develops into us seeing her as a person and an end in and of herself. But that that's actually what motivates us to see them as a as an end in and of themselves yeah. is that that physical base attraction. And so I just obviously you you need to we need to strive for chastity and purity, but you should be attractive mm-hmm. or attracted to this woman. A, a quick caveat on this, the only virtue that I know of that the catechism says that we are not supposed to get to virtue. So virtue is when a good habit, but it, it becomes easy, joyful, you do it promptly. Right below that would be continence, where you're doing the right thing, but it's it's not easy, it's not joyful, you kind of have to grit your teeth to get through mm-hmm. it. The Catholic Church teaches that engagement, engaged couples should only get to continence with regards to chastity. Like you're called to be chaste, mm-hmm but it actually should suck. And it's the only <laughs> virtue in the Christian life that we're not called to get to the virtue yeah. for, for engaged couples to only get to continence. So I just want to throw that out there. I think it's important that if you're not super attracted to her, I would I would maybe caution you to, to not only, ask her on a date. The only This isn't really a pushback because I agree with you, but it is true that, that as you get to know the personality of a woman, that can make her that much more attractive. Yes. You guys know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, yeah. So there is that reality too. My point would be though, if you're not attracted to her in, in any way, her, it's going to be a lot harder for you to like sacrifice to meet her where she's at with her emotional needs and you know other relational needs that that aren't that don't come supernaturally okay. to us. Push on that because would would someone say that's superficial? I think what every, do you say to that? Every relationship I, at the beginning is superficial. That's the point that JP two makes is that it starts off as literally me saying, "Hey, I feel good when I'm with you." It's a selfish thing. But as the relationship develops, it, it turns into a, no, I'm actually not doing this because it feels good for me. I'm doing this because you are an end and of yourself. This is good because I think for us men to know that, to know that initial butterfly might come from that. And we have, as we continue to date someone and pursue them, we have to be cognizant of the deepening attraction to them, mm-hmm. right? Like yes. we can't sit in that superficialness. Yeah, and if it doesn't develop and it doesn't go deeper than that, you probably shouldn't take her on a second date or a, th- a third date or whatever. It might be a fourth or fifth. Well, date. and well, and we know that because the world calls this the honeymoon phase, and right. and so that like, hey, I don't know what this is, but I feel good being with you. Could either go away or at least get diminished. And so if we don't take that to the next level and develop that relationship into something certainly more substantial, we're going to be shocked when one day we wake up and it's like, oh man. I, like I don't have anymore. this feeling thing that I used to. Maybe this isn't meant to be. And that's not the case. It is meant to be, but you just have to work through that. Let me get radical. So we, Steve, you had made the point, if you're not ready to get married at some point, like to be engaged, to head that direction, why are you dating? Mm-hmm. And I, I'd say I'd take that the next phase then is if you're going to propose and enter into engagement, but you're not ready to be married and have children, do you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. some people, they wait like two years to get married and maybe there's a logistical challenge that has to happen and they have to wait, but engagement sucks. You'd mentioned like the constants, constants, continents, continents. It's something I don't even try to do. Continents. Like it's, it's difficult, but it's, sh- I think it should be. Don't get engaged until you're ready to be married. Yes. And that means 
ready to have, to have children, kids. openness yeah, yeah. to life. Yeah. So I don't think that's radical. I think it, I think that it probably sounds radical to this culture. To, yeah, to our world. But this is the way it has been for so many years. You know that when you get married, it's in a way expected that you're going to be pregnant that night or soon thereafter yeah like that's just it's time to start a family more than anything yeah. but i think gosh especially this culture and the men i think we think when i get married i get to have sex and which is true but Thank that God. is yeah again yes. it's a good you, thing God. and the the lord made it a good thing yes he did because he wanted us to be uh fruitful and multiply but that is not the end of the road that right. is not that but i think we think that we think I need to get married because I'm unable to be chased unless I'm married. Okay, that means you're not ready to to go down this road yet. So yeah. you got you've got them some things to figure out in chastity because if if you're not able to be chased, your engagement will be miserable. Yep. And then your marriage will be miserable because you'll get to then have sex, but there's no other foundation there that you've built upon. And a, and a quick way to think about this is married love is supposed to reflect the love of the Trinity. Mm-hmm. And so the love of the Trinity, the, the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, the love that that exists between those three persons is free, total, faithful, and fruitful. Yep. These and are the, the vows. Yes. That and, we the take. Lo- and the love between a married couple should be free, total, faithful, and fruitful. And that doesn't mean that, that God's going to bless you with 10 kids. I mean, two of us yeah. in this group are not crazy fertile. Um, God's got, God's got knows what he's doing, but we are called to be open to that. We're called to step into that freedom, the totality, uh, the faithfulness and the fruitfulness of married love. And I think what we're doing right here is if you're standing in the breach, thinking of whether or not you should ask a girl out, recognize that that's, that's where the relationship should progress. And if at any point in time, you don't think it's going to get there, you shouldn't date her or you should break it off. Okay. Can I go back to that? Thanks for bringing us back there. Steve, for you, you ask your girl out. Maybe you go on a date and maybe she then is like, I'm not really interested. Mm-hmm. How do you, because you pursued yeah. your wife. Yep. A, like, how do you discern that? Like when to back off buddy yeah. versus when do you kind of keep- That's a great question. Getting yeah. risky and, and going after it. Well, in my particular instance, Thomas is referring to the handful of times that my wife told me she was not interested in me. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm referring to. <laughs> um the reality is that she was interested in me. It just wasn't the right time. Okay. And okay. So, How'd you know that? Like well, help guys. Yeah. I mean, we we literally like we we enjoyed our time together. So we'd still get together for time. We enjoyed our time together. It's not like she was. She never came to me and said, "Steve, I don't enjoy you. Uh, you are annoying. Like you need to leave me alone." Okay. So if you hear those words, back yeah, off. That's yeah. when you one. need okay. to back off. So she was. The time that we spent together was a reflection of our mutual interest. Also, there were big things going on in her life that I knew were preventing her from taking a step forward. And I knew that she knew that. Did she tell you it's just not the right time? Yes. I mean, yes, uh, kind of. I mean... I'm not trying to dig into your life. No, but I know, guys but this, is, this like, is some of the discernment stuff. And so this is what I had to take back into prayer and say, okay, Lord, do I need to like step back or redirect my attention somewhere else or do i stay here and, and and keep fighting this fight and he said stay here keep fighting this fight because it was it was more of a matter of time and circumstance than it was incompatibility incompatibility great word there brock um that's exactly right and so guys who are listening to this there might be you might be chasing a girl that is not interested in you you need to be honest with yourself if that's the scenario you might be chasing a girl 
and it's just not the right time. She's trying to work through some things. There might be a girl that digs you and you have to realize you're not ready. You've got to figure out some things. So we can flip this the other way around mm-hmm. as well and say, hey, Allie, I like you and I'm interested in you, but I've got to figure out some things right now. And this could be unchastity. This could be pornography, masturbation. This could be... Maybe wrestling with a call to the priesthood. Totally, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I do think every man should at least consider that yes. call. I think yeah. that's part of yeah. discernment is we have to ask the Lord, what do you want me to do? Anything's on the table. Yep. See what he says and then go down. So if as we're wrapping up here, I think, do I ask her out? We all joked yes, but that is having the recognition that one, your life is on a good path. Her life is on a good path. There's mutual interest. You've considered other vocational options. And now you're just wondering, when is the time to ask this girl out? And the answer to that question is now. My, I'll, I'll end with this too, and we're wrapping up. A, we're really glad, Mrs. Priest, for your love and mercy mm-hmm. towards yes. Steve. Amen. Yes, amen. But my brother, my older brother said, look, when, when you're pursuing a girl, remember that the looks will fade as they age, but virtue either grows or it's not there, mm-hmm. right? It's hard to marry a non-virtuous woman and expect her to be virtuous. But as time goes on, again, not that you can't find your wife beautiful in deeper ways 20 years into a marriage. That's not what he's saying. But but if you get so caught up, and this isn't this isn't pushing back on your comments. This is for the guys that maybe are looking for that trophy girl. Yep. Just she's just hot. Yep. Well, if there's nothing else there, then that is very dangerous. So be yep. very careful. And that's why I went with make sure the creed is there, the faith, the worldview. Mm-hmm. Totally. But agree. then the virtue too. What is is it um, Proverbs 31? Proverbs 31. This was the reading at Alicia and I's wedding. And it, it basically is just a laundry list of the virtues that a woman possesses are far more valuable than, than physical treasures of the world, than gold and silver. Um, because to your point, Thomas, the looks, while I mentioned earlier they're important, they do fade. Her virtues aren't going to fade. In fact, they are going to magnify and radiate throughout yes. your life and your family's life and in your neighborhood and your parish. Her curves might change. Her curves will change. True. Um, you should like those curves, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're going to change, and that's yeah. I think to I think the the point that we're getting at is the deeper realities of what it means to be a human. You need to know those and, and engage those as well. Yes, and to fight against the culture again. That's like the trophy girl. Yes. Right. So yeah. love it. Thanks, fellas. Awesome, guys. Really enjoyed this conversation. For all the men out there who just got jacked up to go ask a girl out, calm down a little bit. Make sure you're uh, <laughs> planning ahead and doing it thoughtfully. But but go do it. Go ask her out. And I promise you, if you do it in person, using the right words, and you plan a good date, it'll go well for you. Amen. That's it for the Man Catholic Podcast. We'll see you next time. God bless. 